Well, things weren't much different in Game 2. The Sixers smoked again by the Heat. They dropped it by a final score of 119-103. to 103. The Miami Heat now lead the series 2-0, heading back to Philadelphia. But let's be honest, things are looking pretty dark. We will break it all down. Let's go. Perfect. 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 What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. Be sure to ring the bell so you don't miss any of the content. The game just ended a little while ago. I figured we would get this one out of the way. I have a few simple things to say, and that's it. There's not much else to explain about this game. We know the situation we're in. No Joel Embiid. And, you know, it, things are tough. Life is tough for the Philadelphia 76ers, and they drop another one. Once again, spurts in the game where they looked like they could take a step. But this one was even worse than game one because a couple times we had cut it down to, you know, 13, 11, even 9. But every single time we got it to that threshold, the Heat got an and one or a big shot, and they got right back in the game. We made a bad play, and we just gave it right back to them. Um, and you knew there in the fourth quarter, even despite a huge run in the second half from Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris, the Sixers just did not have enough. And I think that's the overarching theme right now. The Sixers do not have enough, especially without Joel Embiid. And I just have to say this on the forefront. If you have watched these last two games, just as a basketball fan, no matter what team you root for, and you don't see... Joel Embiid is the MVP. You don't see how valuable this guy is and has been all year, both through the Ben Simmons fiasco and also, you know, now obviously not getting the player that we thought we were getting with James Harden. If you don't see that Joel has been the most valuable, I don't know what to tell you at this point. We need him. We need him bad. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just being honest. I don't see much hope for the Sixers, especially after this game, and I'll tell you why. Uh, number one, throughout the broadcast, uh, Chris Haynes had said that Doc Rivers FaceTimed Joel Embiid earlier today, and Joel Embiid, you know, what wasn't really feeling good. He was feeling better, but, you know, he still couldn't even look at his phone light because it was messing with his concussion symptoms, and I, that that's just not a good sign for me. And then on top of that, after the game, Doc Rivers commenting on Joel Embiid. They asked him if he'll be good to go in Philly on Friday. And Doc Rivers says, quote, I really don't know if he will be ready for game three. So, I mean, it's just, it's tough, man. And then he also says he believes he hasn't cleared any of the steps necessary to return. And I'm just going to tell you this, man. The Sixers need Joel Embiid in this series. Obviously, I've said that from the beginning. But they also need the quality Joel Embiid. They need a Joel Embiid who can be effective and efficient. And, you know, is he going to be wearing a mask? Will he have his visibility? How does his thumb feel? There's just too many issues going on. And at some point, we got to be realistic with ourselves. It almost feels like the writing is on the wall. Now, do I think the Miami Heat have played overwhelmingly good? Do I, have I sat there for these two games and go, wow, wow, the entire game? No. Now, I will give them credit. They've played good ball. They stepped it up when they needed to. And they're a good team. But, I mean... With Joel Embiid, do we win these games if he's healthy? Maybe. Maybe we win one. But the fact of the matter is he's hurt. Injuries suck. They've taken over. And it's cruel, man. And, and that's just where we are at. And I just don't see enough from the Sixers. You talk about this game. What happened was, um, you know, the Sixers didn't shoot well again. If I had to sum up this game now, there were other things I didn't like with certain players, certain attitudes. 
certain rotations from Doc. Above all that, the number one thing that you need to know from why the Sixers lost this game, they didn't shoot well again. The Sixers shot 8 for 30 from three-point range today, 26.7%. Last game, it was 17.6%. And the Miami Heat tonight shot 48.3% from deep. They shot much better than we did. And I said this all week, even in the preview video. I said, we are going to have to shoot lights out to keep up with the team, especially without Joel Embiid. We had shot 40-plus percent in five of the six games against the Raptors. We are not holding up the par here in the first two games, we need to hope that that home crowd puts a surge into these guys and they're shooting. But let me tell you something. Number one, it's not a coincidence that, number one, Joel Embiid goes out and, and we're not getting as many good looks because Joel is not drawing that attention to inside the post and drawing more defenders in and, and forcing doubles, right? And number two, it's not a coincidence because we're playing a top five defense. And I told you guys that this team has very good Attention to detail like perimeter defenders. They have a ton of them. They can throw them at every angle. They're bringing traps. They're bringing triples. They know how to play the perimeter. It's not a coincidence that we're not shooting as well. But to be fair, in addition to that, what I will also say is that the Sixers just stink right now shooting the ball. There are also a lot of open looks. Danny Green's of the world, okay? Danny went one for nine from deep today. One for 10 from the field. George Niang, one for three from deep. He played 10 minutes, fouled out. Can't happen. Okay, uh, Tyrese Maxey, one for four from deep today. Harden, one for five. I think it's a mixture of both, but the Sixers are just not shooting well enough, and that is why we lost this game. We can't hit our shots. They did, and they just overpowered us. Okay, and, and I, I know Tyrese Maxey, okay, I'll give Maxey credit. The kid is a star, okay? He's a star in the making. He had 34 points. He wasn't playing well enough. He said that once he realized he could get to the basket, he started to step up. All right, and I'm just going to say this right now. James Harden had 20 points, 6 for 15 from the field, 4 rebounds, 9 assists. I still think James Harden had an efficient game. I don't think he was overly good. I don't think he was overly bad. I know a lot of people try to make him out as the bad guy in this situation. I thought he did what he could. Again, Miami bringing doubles, bringing triples, he, he seems uncomfortable. He seems like I thought he would. You know, without Joel Embiid, they can, they can be forced to bring more pressure on James Harden. Here's my problem with James Harden. He had a great first half. He had 16 points. He was driving in that second quarter. Similar to the first game, the Sixers got out to a cold start. Then they started to be much more aggressive. Harden really picked it up. He was blown by defenders in the second quarter. And then in the second half, he comes out, and he only has four points. He barely shot the ball. And in fact, the, the time that he did start to step up and try to take the realm or, or take the reins was, you know, when Tyrese Maxey was on a hot stretch. I think Maxey had eight or 10 in a row in the fourth quarter and Harden took it away from him. And one, Harden needs to realize, again, he's not that guy anymore. I'm seeing way too much Harden iso ball. I warned you in the preview, we can't live on Harden isolation island. That seems to be what we're doing. I remember texting my guy DJ before the series when everybody was saying that we were, you know, hating for saying that it, the offense might not look that good because Doc Rivers explicitly stated, we are going to run Houston, not Houston offense, but a Harden-style offense with a bunch of shooters in space. You can't do that. The Heat are too good in terms of perimeter defending, and our guys just aren't making shots, and Harden is not quick enough to blow by. It is time to pass the torch. That is the only way, one of the only ways, we can get back in this series 
is to let Maxi go. That's what you got to do. Now he's picked it up. He's realized Maxi needs to be that guy. Harden needs to be a secondary option, and that's just where we're at. Harden can't beat those guys. I don't know if it's injury or what it is, but it's just not happening in this series. I'm not saying he can't be effective. He can. He can facilitate. He can still give us 20 points, give us 10 to 15 dimes, but Maxi needs to be the top guy, um, and that's where I'm at. Tobias Harris had 21 points, 9 for 17. Tobias started off really cold. I thought he picked it up late, and I'm proud of Tobias. He's been playing well in this series, um, and it's good to see him for once playing you know, effective in the playoffs, um, but that's where we're at. The center position, we didn't really get anything. DeAndre Jordan at six points, five rebounds. Paul Reed, four and four off the bench, and they got outworked and, and smoked really by Bam Adebayo, who once again you know, realized that mismatch, 23 points, nine rebounds, three assists. We just don't have enough. Um, and too many bad fouls. Also, we didn't play a lick of defense. We were letting these guys rotate to their spots, shoot wide open shots. Oladipo's of the world, Struces. okay? They were just knocking down shots. We were giving it to them, um, and we just didn't look as engaged. Butler had 22 tonight. He had a pretty effective game, and he was getting really to that mid-range, running the pick and roll, and we're playing a lot of drop coverage, and we're too slow. DeAndre Jordan, and then Paul Reed kind of looks lost. He doesn't have much experience because he didn't play near the end of the regular season, and we're just all out of sorts, man. Um, and, of course, Tyler Hero, named six man, once again comes out and torches us 18 off the bench. Oladipo at 19. This Heat team is deep, man. They are deep, um, and they're showing us every reason why. And, and it's just a guy out of nowhere that helps them get back on a run even when we try to trim the lead. Um, other than that, I thought we were playing fast at times. I, you know, I said we had to pick up the pace, score more in transition. We did at certain moments, but overall it just wasn't enough. Um, and honestly, guys, the way I feel about this, you know, because again, there's not much else to say. We just don't have enough. The only way I could see us getting back in this is one, you got to let Maxi take the reign and two, and this is the most important one. Joel and B needs to come back and play. Now, I don't, I, I don't have any doubts that Joel will probably play if he is okay. Um, Joel will do anything in his power to play. He doesn't want to see his team potentially go down 3 to nothing in Philadelphia, whether it's the mask, whatever he has to do, he's going to try to come back. Now, if he's not physically healthy, then don't. But if he is, he will play. My question is, will he be effective? I don't know. They're going to try to you know force the issue. They're going to try to throw a lot at him, get him uncomfortable, which they have done in the past. And, you know... We're going to need a miracle to pull out this series. Now, I do think we could win a couple games. I, again, I think we've showed moments. But overall, we're just not the better team. And that's just where we're at. And you got to face it. You got to realize it. Um, but, you know, and, and the other thing I'll say, again, obviously, I, we talked about the bench not getting it done. The bench has been miserable. The last thing I want to say is, you know, the Niangs, the the shakes. What What's going on with Shake Mill? He doesn't even play. And when he does play, he doesn't want it. Thiable, okay, played 21 minutes, nothing. Maz, I'll give Corky credit tonight for once he tried, right? 18 minutes, had a couple threes. He at least tried to create some offense. We need to stop overhyping these one-dimensional players, myself included. I'm done with that, okay? These guys, they're, they're just not it. You know, the worst thing about watching Tyler Hero cook us more than him beating us in the game is the fact that we have to realize we don't have a Tyler Hero. I've been calling for it. For the last two years, we need a lethal score off the bench. It's just, it is what it is. We just don't have that guy, and it's frustrating. It really is. So, 
Um, hey, hopefully we can pick it up. I want this team to win more than anything. I love this team. You guys love this team. We got to get back in it, but it is going to take a miracle. And if we lose game three, we might get swept. We might. Um, those are just my thoughts. Give me all of yours down below in the comment section. Somebody has to pull a rabbit out of the hat. Joel, I hope you're good, man, and I hope you can run with it. Give me your thoughts. Appreciate you for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.